hello there now um, i know i have been pretty much you can say inconsistent regarding this podcast don't get me wrong i really uh, you know pay due importance to this podcast it's just that you know it's hard to come up with ideas at times especially when your exams are going on like i have like a basic communication exam tomorrow and god only knows how much i have prepared for it more than that i just wanted to talk about something that i formulated yesterday right and it's not something that i formulated per se it's something that i stole from like a bunch of ideas like put them all together and i think that the most important skill you know i was just reflecting on my own life i think that the most important skill that i learned late or you can say learned badly but learned late uh, was critical reasoning and then it got to me that you know what are the parts of critical reasoning per se uh, i think critical reasoning consists of Uh, you know it has an element of observation to it and there is articulate description involved in it and there is prediction and of course there is control now a lot of you might be listening might be thinking hey that's like the uh, you know that's like the goals of science right whenever we study goals of science this is what they are they are observation description prediction and control and you would be right about it because i think that critical reasoning and critical thinking uh, matches uh, scientific reasoning a lot I think it they're almost synonymous to some extent. Moving on, <clears throat> the way I want to portray this is that a lot of people do not get where they want to be in life in my opinion, not because they're lazy, but because they're just not critically you know reasonable in in some sense. What they're doing is that they're not paying due attention. So that's the first part, you know. they're bad at observing things that are going haywire in their life or they're bad at observing things that may go haywire later on in their life so they never actually catch it before it goes wrong it's it's like cancer you know you don't detect it unless it's completely uh, you know it's completely in your face so i think observation is really important because you need to be observing the right things and letting go of all the bad ones we know about selective attention we know we are psychology students so we know the importance of selective attention but we must be selecting the right things and i don't know how to teach critical observation i don't know if i even know it i don't know how to imbibe that kind of a thing but it's just something that i seen people with a lot of drive have if somebody is highly conscientious they're much more likely to have a better resolution for their observation skills so when we talk about observation it's important to observe a behavior because until and unless you've pointed a singular behavior or a singular situation you cannot really do anything about it well okay you have observed it let's just say something is happening and you don't want it to happen right or or you want it to happen more often well what do you do well the second stage would be to articulately describe it and it actually works on two levels here because articulate description would allow you to completely map out the parameters of the situation or uh, whatever the person is doing or whatever is happening you know it really allows you to scope out the entire object in observation on top of it if you have a team you know if you if you're leading let's just say and you're a leader well it's not very good of you to simply go ahead with your decisions it's important for you to convince your team as well because okay you may be right about your decisions but if you do not convince your team then in the long run they will feel really left out and you will lose your core team they will stop caring about things as well because they would simply not feel involved so you need to be able to articulately describe it so that if other people had not paid uh, attention or they had not observed a problem or something that's happening or something that's good or something it's just like a neutral situation if they have not observed it then they really do not uh, 
feel liable to observe it at all so you would need to convince them that this is an uh, that this is a situation or this is an event of importance so that's where the second part comes in that's where articulate description comes in if you have if you can articulate describe uh, you know a, a situation an object or a person or something that's goods that are happening or something that is happening which is neutral then you would be able to convey it to others as well so that there, there is articulate description and now that i think of it there is even a third level to it if if something's wrong if something bad is happening or something good is happening then you can actually you know use the articulate description to figure out why something is happening in the first place you know so articulate description would also have some amount of explanation in it as well so you would know the factors that are contributing towards this particular situation happening or this particular person acting in a certain way the third step would obviously be prediction you know and you would also need this uh, for you to figure out if you need to intervene or if you need to you know just let it be and you would also need it to convince your team members if they need to leave this uh, this thing alone or if they should all intervene and you know you as a team should go in and fix the stuff and that's where prediction comes in prediction is basically your trajectory of your projection of what would happen if the observed behavior or the observed situation is not tampered with is not resolved is not intervened in right and that's what prediction is and the fourth one of course is my favorite one it's control you know so you try to control the behavior you try to control the situation you try to control the object and you do this uh by three things right you do this by uh in three steps so it's basically that critical reasoning has observation articulate description prediction and then of course there is control and control has three parts now what are these three parts these are goals plans and achievement now goals is basically you looking at all the factors that you charted out in your articulate description step and say okay let's just say i am doing bad in maths why would that be and maybe in the articulate description stage you've already figured out well it's because i'm not practicing enough so your goal can be to practice maths more now how do you do that so the goal is fixated but the plan is not fixed so that's the second part right there are multiple plans to approach this one of the plans can be well you can also cheat on the test right or you can simply you know uh, ask yourself to do 10 more questions each day or you can do it 15 or you can do it 20 so the plan can vary the goal seems to be a little bit more fixated although i would not say it's completely fixated because goals do change in light of new information but it's relatively fixed uh, when compared to the process or you know the steps that you have to take the plan now the plans can be of various types there can be multiple plans and you have to choose a plan right out of those you cannot choose all the plans and you know just keep switching between them you have to stick with a plan and that's why i say get a good provisional plan right whatever it is that you want to change in your life get a good provisional plan think it through and then stick with it for at least 6 months and then the third point is the achieve part and that's where it uh, this whole consistency thing comes in and that is that you do whatever your plan asks you to do uh, for 6 months straight consistently and see if there has been any improvement in your progress towards the goal so i think this is an important point that i wanted to share through this podcast and i think that people would be interested in listening to this and because i know that a lot of people out there find themselves very much confused about their careers and you know what they want to do after they finish their graduation or they finish their undergraduate 
psychology courses should they continue in psychology should they not continue in psychology i would really s- uh, suggest that you start thinking critically and you know if you follow uh, these uh, steps which i listed out observation descriptive or sorry articulate description then prediction and then control and then control has three steps you know goals plans and achievement like uh, if you follow these maybe you'll get there and again this is this podcast and i'll see you in next one thank you and you know keep listening to site take care